0: hello and welcome to 218 time i don't know if that's how the intro usually goes crap is that what i say it I is it yeah every no time. it's hello and
1: welcome to 218 time
0: you know what uh, we'll I'm... do it live <laughs> uh, 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 218 time a podcast by two guys with an approximate knowledge of many things i'm feet and i'm tommy and i don't remember how our own intro goes after how many of episodes it's been
1: And you ask every single time, and I always have to tell you, because for some reason I remember it, even though I never say
0: it. I really do, and I literally thought about this before we started. I was like, I know it this time, I finally know it. And then I said it, and I just went, that's not right. And it was correct,
1: it was completely correct.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, hi, welcome to... uh, I'll be upfront about it, welcome to the Star Wars episode.
1: Or one of the first star wars episodes at least yeah
0: probably we're your typical (laughs) loser nerds on the internet we're gonna talk about star wars at some point is anyone surprised not really but we're gonna
1: we're gonna we're gonna talk about it but we're also not going to be super combative about it like
0: most of the internet is star wars is uh something that is i mean near and dear to me but not as much as it is a lot of people i know personally and a lot of people on the internet i think i don't know about you i didn't really grow up with Star Wars?
1: Um, I grew up with Star Wars. Uh my dad is a massive Star Wars fan, like probably like the biggest Star Wars fan I know,
0: easily. Has he been for like a while? Oh yeah. He saw the original he saw New Hope in theaters. That's awesome. I'm I'm very jealous of that. Like there are certain iconic theater moments. I mean say what you will about the MCU and Avengers Endgame. However, that theater experience, seeing it opening night was insane. <laughs> like the theater experience for like something like that especially just like the hype and like oh man certain moments in that movie i won't spoil it it's wild so i can only imagine what it must have been like seeing any of the star wars movies for the first time that weren't you know post 2005 yeah i mean i saw uh a little bit of revenge of
1: the sith in theaters (laughs) only a little bit Mm
0: mm-hmm what
1: uh my dad took me to just go see the General Grievous scene cuz I love General Grievous and I honestly still do. Dude. But yeah, I, and then after that he was like, "All right, it's we're finna head out."
0: Wait, so So you walked into a movie theater, watched the first like 10 minutes of Did you wait until like the end when he when he dies or like was it just the beginning? Uh it was after he dies. Okay, so you stayed for
1: most of the movie. Dude, that's like not even halfway through, I'm pretty sure.
0: No way, because Obi Wan's on Uda when Order sixty six is declared. Well, yeah, but he like so was I. <laughs> Shoot, well you know, I stand corrected. I'm sorry.
1: Um, no, yeah, he. I think he just didn't want me to see, you know, the youngling scene, which but fair. that's the
0: funniest scene in the series. <laughs> which it, is an it, awful it thing is. to say. It is.
1: No, you're the thing is you're you're very not wrong just because it's like Master Anakin. <laughs> And then what are we going to do? <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> it's It's nothing, like, it should be one of the darkest moments in this saga, and it is, but it's just the timing and delivery of all the acting and just everything about it is just, oh, beautiful. Well, I can say that the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters was The Force Awakens, um, like a month after it came out, because... My family, around New Year's one year, was just like, let's watch all the Star Wars movies. And I was like, I haven't seen these. Cool. I went into them knowing a lot of things. Like, my whole life, I've known about the Darth Vader Luke Skywalker thing. I mean, if
1: you don't, I'm sorry for the spoiler, but it happens.
0: Yeah, I was there. So, you know, I've been a Star Wars fan for a few years. But the thing that you and I have talked about before is the big reason we think of Star Wars success Is because of this kind of like, it has this really interesting world, and the movies, and a lot of the expanded media of which there is a whole lot. Oh yes. Have whether it be canonical or not. Yes, which we'll get into that. (laughs) All of it has this. Do you have a lot? Do you have a lot to say about that? Um. Yes and no. I guess. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we will. Star Wars has this like feeling this subjective feeling to it that i think is what gets people because talking to so many people about the newer movies and a lot of them are like oh i don't think it was that good but i just had a really good time and like it made me feel excited and emotional and happy because it has that x factor to it
1: oh yeah it has that campy goodness that it's sometimes very hard to replicate
0: yeah now i'm not you know disparaging any of the movies necessarily by saying that like there are good star wars movies that i think are good movies on their own but i think that is a big part of why people love it and i am definitely one of those people yeah i feel that it being the phenomenon it is for 43 years now it has amassed a huge cannon that was wiped and then rebuilt from the ground up. Yeah, when... then
1: then a certain a certain
0: company decided, ah, eh, we don't like that anymore. Yeah, and then the same company was like, "Unlike Marvel, we don't have any source material to draw off of." And everyone was like, "Well, whose fault is that?" Whose fault is that? So there's Star Wars canon. And then there's Star Wars legend. <laughs> well, Disney tries to make sure that most everything they release Star Wars now is canon which like i appreciate the idea of that but i don't think everything that's released needs to be canon you know like we were talking about star wars battlefront 2 the new one right before this and they i'm pretty sure we're like making sure that story is canon but like as cool as it is to expand the lore and stuff i nobody likes idon versio yeah what can you do what can you do But yeah, I'll give them some credit in that they did, at least at first, make the canon a lot more focused. I mean, you still have some, like, outlier stuff. Like, there's an arc in The Clone Wars, which I won't get too into because that's an amazing show that people should definitely watch if they're into Star Wars.
1: I still haven't seen all
0: of it. That's a crime, and I'm going to have to execute you for it. One of the arcs in it gets really, like, kind of cosmic and starts talking about these, like, beings that represent the Force and stuff. Really whack. The whole Mortis arc is fascinating. Some people do not like it. But one of the things that I love about the expanded universe of Star Wars is just how weird and wacky it gets. Which is the same reason why I love, like, and find superhero comics so fascinating. Because over the nearly centuries worth, at this point, it's gotta be, of superhero comics, you just have some really weird, mind-boggling storylines of people bending realities and bringing in, like, gods and demons and parallel universes and clones and... Yeah. All sorts of stuff. And Star Wars, especially having a lot of comics, no exception to that. Yeah. Like, you can pick any character in Star Wars, and there will be not only a page on the Wikipedia, the Star Wars wiki, for it, but there'll probably be some expanded universe story about some wacky adventure they went on. Like, in researching for this episode, I found a page called Best Birthday Ever, and it's a comic, a short comic, about Bib Fortuna and Salacious B. Crumb delivering the Rancor to one of the Jabas as a birthday present.
1: Like, I love that in concept,
0: but who... (laughs)
1: My question is, like, do they format it, like, as a kind of, like, a funny, goofy adventure? I mean, with the title Best Birthday Ever, I think it has to be. Salacious B. Crumb and
0: Other Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Other Guy.
1: I don't care about Bib Fortuna, okay?
0: Yeah, no, we only care about Salacious B. Crumb, the best Star Wars character.
1: I would do the Salacious B. Crumb laugh, but, uh, it is quiet in my house right now. Uh, people are sleeping.
0: I'm sure we'll get that on this show one day, and people will definitely hate it, but it'll be great.
1: (laughs) But yeah, like, Star Wars, all in all,
0: is one of the coolest forms of collective fiction out there. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it, which, you know, I think you could compare it to, like, we've mentioned the SCP thing before, which is a lot less official, but that's, you know, one of the bigger ones online.
1: But, like, the thing about SCP is also, it's, like, a lot more collective fiction in the fact that, like, any literally anybody can just go i want to do something with that and then
0: they do that is true but for star wars at first it was kind of like that like in the 80s 90s before there was any prequels coming out it was just kind of a lawless wasteland Of whatever you wanted to do with star wars as long as you got permission you could do it so there was a really weird trilogy of sequel books
1: uh the timothy zahn trilogy yes which should have been the movies instead of what we have I don't know that
0: much about that story but i know things a, i do know
1: i know bits and pieces and yes it is kind of wacky but like i like it is that is that one of the stories about like luke skywalker's offspring well because the thing is um it taught it like visits more about like how um the empire isn't gone yet after oh like, yeah the original trilogy and like luke marries
0: some random chick and oh uh would that be... Is that Mara Jade Skywalker? Yeah. Yes. A fascinating character. And then they have offspring. I don't think it's a direct child. Why are you be. calling them offspring? <laughs> They're children. <laughs> one of their children, I'll say it that way, or it might have been one of their children's children, is, like, really <laughs> hardcore, like, addicted to Star Wars drugs. Oh, Death sticks, has like, baby. Yeah, and has hallucinations. But, like, there are also books written... If I remember correctly, before Empire came out that have Luke and Leia as a couple, which is fascinating because it's like the rumor come out the rumor come out does Bruno Mars is gay It's fascinating that there's so many things like not even things like the Darth Vader thing where it's like, oh, imagine you know a world before that existed, but like the fact that they were siblings was not the plan from the beginning
1: okay, so I looked it up. It's Cade Skywalker um yes. When they're saying Descendant, it sounded like he is very...
0: Oh, he, what's it called? Was
1: born in 130 after the Battle of Yavin. So it's been like 100 years or so.
0: Since the original Trilogy. Yeah, that's a long yeah. time.
1: And apparently he takes the death sticks to stop getting visions of Luke talking to him. <laughs> yep. The tone of these stories ranges so much. Yeah. Oh, and then, so they had a kid. It's Ben Skywalker instead of Ben Solo which i i do enjoy so the thing about about canon is about or legends versus canon is like legends is very um like you said it was the wild wild west of like what the hell is going on anybody can write anything it's just becomes canon because who cares and like so there's literally just hundreds of thousands of different little aspects from just random novels and stuff that have just yeah. become canon and like it's so deep, and like if you go on the Wikipedia and you look at the 150 billion pages, it's 150 thousand pages. Um, like a hundred of those are just the legends. That's what they call it now, the legends version, where it's super detailed, super deep. And then you go over to the canon's version of what's going on, and it's
0: just like this person was this. He was in this movie. Goodbye. Right, because all this stuff that you know can't, you can't really like confirm because people take it seriously
1: yeah and so so there's a huge argument over one of the one of the issues of Star Wars is it's it has uh, three types of fans uh, th- that are like I guess you would call hardcore fans. there's the hardcore fans that are just like, well, I only care about the original trilogy and maybe some of the stuff from around there. That's my dad's camp. He's just like, I only cared about the original trilogy and like the stuff from my childhood and then there's the Canon people and the l- legends people and it is a bloodbath
0: I mean I understand kind of like why people, I don't know, have a conflict between it. I'm, I don't think it should be that big of a deal. However, when you have a canon that has things <laughs> ranging from like, you know, super dark and serious stories about like drug addiction, I don't think it's what the story's about, but you know, it's an element of it, to like the really campy stuff that's like even younger directed reading, that's a big range
1: yeah but now that uh the mouse disney disney owns star wars now if you didn't know of course like it's just a big part of it is like now they really have to police what's going in and going out and i don't know like i feel like a lot of a lot of people are always like oh it's disney's ruining it and i'm like yeah but they also they have to keep their they have to keep their image it's disney
0: yeah i mean even like look at like the force and just how all over the place that is yeah the number of different abilities in it and like what it can could do like even from the very beginning it was so limited and not well defined and then you get to the prequel era and then they tried to define it a lot with midichlorians and then people were like no no too much but now we're getting to the kind of the flip side <laughs> so where people
1: just... i'm gonna tell you right now uh little known fact uh being a jedi is a disease it
0: kind of is <laughs> yeah like the Jedi in a lot of stories kinda suck.
1: Yeah. Well, when I say it's a disease, it's because it's the midichlor- it's bacteria in their body that causes them to be Jedi. It, it's a literal disease.
0: But the Jedi aren't the only ones that have them, because other characters in the like other main characters have Metaclorans, they're just low levels. Well, like yeah, Chewbacca I think has I had Metachlorines. Well, as like I say,
1: I think everybody has Metaclorans, but if you have a high level of Metaclorans, then you're yeah. Force-sensitive. It's stupid. It's really, really dumb.
0: Yeah, the definitions of the Force are so loose. Just look at the whole Force-healing thing that was just introduced. You can see just how that kind of retroactively changes things, and you kind of have to be like, okay, how do you explain the absence of this if you want to upkeep that canon?
1: Yeah.
0: But then you got things like, I may pronounce this wrong, but I think it's Moricro or Morikro, Morich row This is off the page for yaddle Oh. Who is the only other canon character of Yoda's species that we had until we got oh Baby is that
1: Yoda. is that what they're called
0: no so oh oh it's a it's a force technique it is a little known and deadly jedi power an ancient art that enabled the user to slow the opponent's bodily functions to the point of death you're looking at the can go over to the legends. It's wild over here
1: it's it's but potentially dangerous technique of the force which could slow down the body functions of another being into mild catatonia or long-term suspended animation
0: i want to point out a section on the page for yoda species in the legends page there is a full section under behind the scenes called number of toes and it has paragraphs of information (laughs)
1: about toes
0: about how many toes yoda has i didn't realize i think yaddle dies
1: before before order 66 happens i believe or so. at least in
0: legends at least in legends of course yeah i mean there's not much about yaddle in canon that i'm aware of but of course how am i gonna know there's so much stuff to keep up with
1: oh she dies when obi-wan and. up uh, anakin are with her and they go to a place and a bioweapon is released by granta omega which killed her instantly (laughs) (laughs) that's brutal and then she was (laughs) geattle was the last jedi council member to die before the clone wars and with her place being taken by shock t oh
0: shoot interesting you know shock t has like three different death scenes that were like filmed across canon
1: really oh because i well because i think shock t uh oh. dies in force unleashed i think that's one
0: of them oh that could very well be it but i know there's at least one alternate take for um episode three where palpatine kills her does she die in the fight with mace windu she dies right before it i believe i want to say she might be one of the ones that shows up to fight him but i think it's even before that duel with sith yeah no
1: she d- i think her like original legends canon death was against star killer that's whack however star killer turned out the last minute catching T off balance and ravaging her oh i don't like that <laughs> ravaging her body with force lightning he then electrified the tentacles of the sarlacc which oh that's wild oh she has unused death scenes yes grievous kills her oh the sith. right right shakzi had two different death scenes at various stages of the development but they were both deleted and confirmed by star wars insider 87 that neither of this neither scene was canonical
0: i do think some characters kind of legends being made not canon works to the detriment of them like general grievous i'm sure has canon backstory but his legends backstory was really in-depth and really interesting Mm -hmm. and it's just a shame it's really a shame
1: one thing i'm imagining is that if they hire the, the lady to play shock t they're like okay so you so this is gonna be your death scene you're gonna get killed by general grievous and she's like okay i'll go i'll go uh you know do this scene and then they're like we didn't like that we're gonna have you film another one where darth vader kills you and uh what's it called she's like oh okay and then they're like so we didn't use either um we're gonna need you to die one more time we didn't use either and we're just gonna have you get killed in a in a game that doesn't happen oh and then attack on the jedi temple and death soon after the battle of course uh, i'm not gonna read this all out i think she just gets killed by like vader or she gets killed by anakin but turned anakin so vader so that's in the canon is she's killed by vader but in the legends she's not very wacky they really uh were not sure what to do with her
0: <laughs> i mean the force unleashed games which i really need to play those could not fit in the current canon play the first one and is the second one not it. good
1: from what i've heard the second one is not great
0: that's a bummer i mean i already own both of them so uh then just play the second one then. Eh. the first one is fun like general
1: rom coda is such a cool character
0: there's so many cool characters in the legend stuff like it's a world that has so much potential and yeah so many just wacky characters especially i do think i commented on like the 80s and the 90s early 90s of like legend stuff however i think some of the early legend stuff around the time of the prequel trilogy as that was coming out is super cool yeah like once the clones became a thing the stuff that people were doing with them is really interesting
1: Yeah. One thing that I'm super bummed about, though, was that apparently, originally, uh, the clones were supposed to, like... They were supposed It was supposed to be clones versus clones. Really? Yeah. Huh. The droids weren't supposed to be a thing. It was supposed to be the really good clones and evil clones.
0: And I thought that would have been really cool to see, but the droids are fine, I guess. I mean, they kind of do something like that in the Clone Wars, but it's not really like that. Is that the Bad Batch? No, actually. The Bad Batch are good guys, but, um... They're just a little more, uh, a little more lawless, if you will. But that's gotcha, a, that's I mean, a great arc of the show. All right,
1: I I, I won't ask anymore because I don't want to get it spoiled. But another another tough part about talking about stars is you don't you just don't always want to spoil stuff.
0: Exactly, because as much as there's some really obvious stuff out there, there's so much like stuff that's like fun to discover for yourself. I mean, I knew a lot going into the Clone Wars. However, there was a lot of moments, specifically some fight scenes that I didn't know ever happened and were some of my favorites and also there's a lot of stuff like a million people on the internet have gushed about the clone wars and how it just takes the prequels and makes them like so much better like makes the characters really really strong yeah. and adds a really great character of ahsoka tano who started as a character a bunch of people hated but has become like one of the most beloved jedi
1: i i watched like the first couple episodes today and i'm looking at her in her season seven form And comparatively, they just look so much...
0: She looks so much better now. Oh, yeah. I mean, she... You watch her grow up throughout the show. Like, she starts as, like, a teenager. And by the end of the show, she's, like, a jaded adult. (laughs) Bro, Rebels. Rebels, Ahsoka. (laughs) Gross. Gross! Rebels gets a little bit too much hate. I'm not a big fan of the art style. And I didn't love it. However, I do think some people are, like... This is the worst thing in the planet.
1: Dude's lightsaber was a gun.
0: Yeah, Ezra's lightsaber is like, just a gun with a, but it's a gun and a light. it's so strange. Rebels has some wacky stuff, there's a thing in Rebels called the World Between Worlds, which has only ever appeared in Rebels, as far as I'm aware, and it's just this weird in-between dimension that exists outside of space and time. And like, you would think that would be something from like, 80s legends, but no, that was like, 2010s, like, around when Rogue One was coming out. It's so strange. Bro, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm quickly, I've I'm just decided to take like a quick look at uh,
0: Anakin's Legends thing, and uh, it's wild. It's so long. I can imagine. I mean, he is being the main character of the saga originally. Um, I don't know if I'd say that. No, he he is definitely the central character. I feel
1: like Obi-Wan Okay, of is. He's the central character, but he's not the main character. There's a difference. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Obi-Wan should be the main character of the prequel trilogy, or at least of the Phantom Menace, but he isn't. He, like, basically is. No! He isn't, though! He is, though! Okay, he should be, but they don't he do it that is. way, because Obi-Wan doesn't get that much characterization in the prequel trilogy. Dude, you get such Everyone good knows... back, like backstory stuff for Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars. Everyone knows that Qui-Gon Jinn is the... I turned around on qui I initially was like, what a useless character, why does he matter? But you know what, I've really turned around on him, he's great. He's still useless, but I love him. He makes a couple cameos in the Clone Wars, with Liam Neeson still playing him, and it's fantastic.
1: Does Liam Neeson voice him?
0: He does! Bro, that's epic. So good. That's epic. I will say, speaking of the weird stuff like the World Between Worlds, there is something called The Void which, I want to read this wording exactly so I don't screw this up. Bro, did you just say void? Yeah. We go into the void dimension. Apparently there's like an equivalent to the underworld in Star Wars where like a bunch of like dead Sith spirits would reside. How do I look up
1: void? Void in the Force. Which is, That's it.
0: Force blank. Which is not the same as Force ghosts. Completely different. Well, because you're still alive if you're in a void in the Force. Duh. <laughs> Duh. At the time we're recording this, and I think at the time this comes out, too, The High Republic is still going to be really new, which is their kind of new interesting take on the past in canon, which I'm really excited to see. Wait, what? It's... what is
1: this? What is this again?
0: So the upcoming thing that they're doing with a bunch of Star Wars books and comics, and it's probably going to expand beyond those two, is they're going, I think, a few hundred years before the prequels, this is way after when um the old republic would have taken Ugh, place so this
1: is like an in-between time yes
0: and it's supposed to be like the height of the jedi right before everything starts going wrong in the prequels but it's basically still like... before
1: the jedis were dicks
0: yeah before the jedis sucked. bro we've got the cross guard and our lightsabers <laughs> the knights of the round table influence is very clear with a lot of the artwork they've released and i'm excited about that because that's gonna be some of the more out there weird stuff i think
1: yeah it's really when they like are like we gotta go to this place and we gotta because star wars has this weird mixture of like modern i guess sci-fi and drama but also this weird mixture of like 80s high science fiction and even mixed with fantasy like
0: there are straight up witches in star wars
1: well yeah star wars is like loki it's a space fantasy
0: yes with
1: sci-fi elements it's whack but like i'm talking about when they like they're going through space and then all of a sudden they see this giant like alaskan bull <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, yep that's correct <laughs> They, <laughs> they see they
0: see an Al- an Alaskan bullworm. No, but you're you're right. There's even some like more old serial things that I think show like Indiana Jones esque things. There's a lot of Indiana Jones references. Um but there's things that I kind of think show that influence. Like I know you know the or at least you're somewhat familiar with the character of Doctor Afra. Afra?
1: Oh yes, 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 I do know. She's the robot doctor. Yes, she is. Well, she's an archaeologist. But, like, a robot archaeologist. It's crazy. Bro, that's what I would do. I would
0: 100% be, like, a robot person. because, well, like, when you have all of this cool lore, having an archaeologist character is such a cool idea. Especially where you have canon, and then, like, that's your way you can introduce whatever legend stuff you want. Is you can just have her dig it up and be like, yo, look at that. That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know how I feel about
0: archaeology. That's true. (laughs) One day we might have to explain uh, the powers that being an archaeologist gives you.
1: (laughs) Creative mode. (laughs) It gives you creative mode. Just remember that Earth is a canonical place. It is? No, it's not canonical, but it kind of is.
0: I got really excited.
1: If you call uh, Star Tours canonical.
0: That's true. I mean the star wars theme park at disney is canon
1: because uh what's it called earth was a planet the star tours uh travel agency operated on at some point between one and zero before battle of Yavin.
0: that's so strange but i love that dude quarantine tarantino (laughs) what did he (laughs) no i don't need to bring that back (laughs) What did he do? <laughs> hey, what did I do? Hey, he directed a movie about the moon landing in the Star Wars universe.
1: It was. It don't, you don't gotta worry about it. I kinda. I kind of,
0: uh. You know.
1: I, I, I am hey, the Star you know, Wars universe. Hey.
0: Dr. Afro's really cool. <laughs> she is very much one of those characters that kinda of flip flops back and forth with allegiances, which is really neat. I find her like whole thing so fascinating especially in a universe where there is a lot of gray stuff like the term apparently the term's like gray jedi and stuff like that are not official but you know there there's a lot of notable characters that are not jedi or sith so there's like multiple in between things they kind of could be i would
1: 100% be like a like a archaeologist or under the guise of an archaeologist but really i'm just using it as an excuse to go digging for robot parts so i can make a robot army <laughs> that would be sick that's definitely yeah i could definitely see that's what you would be but like not even a malicious one like i'm just kind of screwing around at that point
0: i feel like i would be i feel like i would also want to do some history related thing if i was in the star wars universe like being like the librarian lady like her job when obi-wan's like perhaps the archives are incomplete impossible (laughs) i would love to have her job because being a jedi that's lame overrated who needs it
1: I also forget that they like literally have stuff from like twenty five thousand BC, or Bby. Sorry, yeah, BBY. that's
0: the Ultra Republic is thousands of years before the um, original trilogy. Well, it, it
1: like spans over thousands of years, doesn't it?
0: I think it does also too, and it has some really weird, weird stuff. Because that's when you get into even more like things about like magic, like, and, like
1: when like, the Sith were like A L we're
0: uh, we're we're alchemists, we're magicians, kind of. And the fact that there was a time, there, like, there's a species called Sith, but then there's also being a Sith Force builder and they're not necessarily the same thing. It's so strange. The Old Republic is yeah, a fascinating the old, era. The
1: Old Republic era, also referred to as the Sith era, takes place from 25,000 to 53 BBY, the founding of the Republic, until 1,000 BBY, the 7th Battle of
0: Ruusan, and the end of the new Sith Wars. Yeah, and somewhere in there is the greatest Jedi of all time, Baba O'Reilly, my main character in my own oh, of KOTOR. Oh, yes, right. Baba O'Reilly kind of sucks. Somebody told him to not let these infected people out of their cage, and then he proceeded to immediately do it and get killed in, in seconds. <laughs> hey, he learned. He learned. Yeah, but then he died. Yeah, but then he came back. I would like to point out, in my research, I found a page for arrows just like you know the normal tool that humans have been using for millennia an arrow was a projectile meant to be shot from a bow and it lists every appearance of arrows <laughs> it was... the walk bow in uh, the new
1: battlefront game is wild is it good you can either decide to do um, the uh, auto-aim version, which is quicker and does less damage, but still does a lot of damage with each shot, or you can choose to hold it down and aim it, and if you hit somebody, it's an instant kill. That's amazing. Yeah, no, The me and my friends, uh, we just jumped in, and we all played as, like, there was like five of us as Ewoks, and we just ran around the, uh, what's it called, the map, and just were, like, a scourge to the Empire and just killed everything in sight and we won the game. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, it was... wild. There are
0: a lot of good Star Wars games out there.
1: The good ones. The good ones. Yeah, Sith, Alchemy, and Magic. Like, they're just straight up getting into Magic.
0: (laughs) It's so crazy, but I love it. I love how just whack it is. Oh, that's... Because, like, it's kind of... I think part of it is because it's refreshing when you have, like, things that are like so strict canon with all the cinematic universes that people are trying to start up it's like so refreshing sometimes to just be like it doesn't matter make whatever whack stuff you want and have fun with it the original enemies of the sequel trilogy that we were talking about were the uh yuzong vong i think i pronounced that incorrectly but they're like an alien species that quote existed entirely outside of the force they look like Lord of the Rings characters.
1: Also called the Chosen Race, known to the Chiss and Firewinds as the Far Outsiders, and sometimes incorrectly abbreviated to Vong, which implied that one was disowned by their family and their gods, <laughs> were a sentient species that nearly destroyed the New Republic and responsible for the deaths of nearly 365 trillion sentient beings during their invasion of the galaxy. Oh, they're from
0: outside of the galaxy? Mm-hmm. Which is, I think we're going to get something similar to this in the High Republic with the bad guys in that are going to be the nile which are kind of people from the outer rim which was like unexplored at the time i think they're going to be somewhat similar to this in the sense of you know some species that like they don't know how to deal with
1: oh the i'm looking at like other ones like the silentium a species of star-shaped organics created the droids to resemble their form after the organics were wiped out
0: Star Wars just doesn't know what it wants to be a lot of the time, and you oh know my what? Oh
1: Gosh, but like that's what I was talking about with like um, super eighties like whack science fiction, like surreal science fiction, where it's like, so we're the outside people who, who just I don't know, abominor. And apparently, the abominor is just the Transformers. I love that the Yuzan Vong galaxy. Oh, there's a whole galaxy, in their original homeworld of Yuzantar. The, the planet Zanama Sakat. The reptoid Kazrak. <laughs> the thing about this episode, for us, I feel like we've, we have we started and we have no form and we're just saying
0: words. Absolutely oh, goodness.
1: Words. But it's fun. It's fun. I, I, I'm having a good time with this.
0: The thing that I wanted to do with this episode was just look at like random pages on the Wikipedia because it's found me some really interesting things. There's a book called a certain point of view, I believe, that is like 40 or some large number of different mini side stories of characters in uh, episode four, Mm -hmm. which is like super cool. I'm pretty sure there's one from Qui-Gon Jinn's perspective. I could be wrong. That sounds cool. I think there is. It's such a cool idea. Like that, I love that kind of stuff. I want to see the corners and the weird stuff, you know?
1: I want to see that. I want to see the gross... Uh,
0: Also, I'm just going to quickly remind you, Shaggy exists. Yes, from the 2D animated Clone Wars series directed by Genndy Tartakovsky. So much respect for that man. I also argue that uh, a lot of people would
1: 100% disagree with this, but um, it's my absolute favorite Star Wars-like media.
0: It's up there. It's very underrated. It's so cool. It's so cool. It has some amazing, amazing action sequences, and it introduces Ventress into the canon. It does. People forget about that. Yeah. Just to explain Shaggy real quick, it's a Jedi that looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. It's very overt. And he gets killed by General Grievous in a brutal way, if I remember correctly.
1: Oh, yeah, well, he, like, he stomps on his head. No, no, he just jumps down and, like, crushes him. Just...
0: Yeah. I just wanted to point out that... hitting the random page button on wikipedia has brought me to the page for linux with a picture of tux the linux mascot
1: yeah i got something really boring with the
0: navigation random thing i got a multi-purpose missile bank uh 16 so many of the pages will just be one sentence and it's like this is a weapon used by this one guy in this one story
1: which i will say i mean it literally has the credits cost it has the capacity of what it does it has the manufacturer that's really really cool because it's just so so deep yes
0: you could sit and read this wiki for days and i think and not make a dent exactly so much respect for the people who run this wiki oh my gosh yeah the
1: abyss a treacherous pod racer
0: pod racing let's go let's go there's a page for skillets like, the cooking utensil. You know why? Because Dexter Jetster uses one. The owner of the diner in episode two. The greatest Star Wars character of all time aside from Salacious Grom. Of course. Uh, and Droopy McCool.
1: Don't forget about Droopy McCool.
0: Of of course.
1: Incident Commander was a title you... would Oh, they just have these random... What? It's so wack. The Legends is so deep. And it really is, I will say, uh, it is a shame that a lot of it just kind of got like wiped out completely
0: and think of how much no one ever thinks about from those early years it's some dope stuff dude hamsters exist in star wars legends and you know why because one of the references is in the star wars phineas and Ferb crossover which is great
1: droopy mccool you know what always surprises me too
0: which might make me sound kind of stupid but like Ah. The fact that Clone Wars was named, the Clone Wars were named dropped in Episode Four. Were they? Were they name dropped in Episode Four? Yeah, Obi Wan Alec Guinness just goes, "I fought with your father in the Clone Wars." I'm Alec Guinness. This is a bad impression. I'm Alec. It <laughs> Alec
1: Guinness. It happened. Of course, I know him. He's me. Also, a thing that uh, what's it called? The people I think always forget is that the original Star Wars movies was not originally called star wars episode four a new hope it was literally just called star wars Mm -hmm. there was no tagline it was just star wars and it did really well and they were like uh well let's make some money baby (laughs) and apparently um it was it was mentioned in episode four but just was never talked about again until uh 2002 when it
0: showed up in fiction in the fiction there's no way i there's gotta be some legend stuff that just lost of time right It's well, maybe lost
1: the time, but it literally says the conflict is first mentioned in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, but not featured in Star Wars fiction until the second and third episodes of the six-part Star Wars film series, Attack of the Clones.
0: I there's no way. Was there prequel stuff before the prequels? There had to have been, right? No, because you have to remember, like people were only doing stuff
1: from like after, like episodes four through six, like all of it was from during and after and maybe really far before or like right before
0: the episodes i want to know how people viewed anakin skywalker before the prequels were even known to be a thing you know what i mean like i don't i find that that's the world that i want to like live in in the sense of like just engross myself in and learn about is the world before the prequels and just how the canon was like what did people think of the clone wars were did people obsess over that like they would now people probably a
1: hundred percent were like yeah <laughs> the clone wars you know the clone wars the clone wars they happened like
0: two years before the movie
1: <sighs> It was, it was, a, uh, it was, uh, where, uh, Luke Skywalker was like, Hey, LMAO, look at me, I'm in the Clone Wars. Yeah, a bunch of Alec Guinness's were fighting each other. It was the Clone Wars. Dude, look, I'm biggest Star Wars fan ever in the world, and I knew the Clone Wars were gonna happen, but you don't need to make fun of me for it. I just know it's coming. The Clone Wars. And then Luke and Leia have kids who travel back in time to fight in the Clone Wars. And then Bruce Willis climbed through the Nakatomi vents and, uh... Killed hans gruba and ended the clone wars <laughs> yeah the greatest christmas movie of all time the clone wars yeah yeah and then yeah. he goes through and he's like i've got that nakatomi know-how
0: you know it and alan rickman shows up and he plays mr clone wars the clone wars
1: i will say if anybody gets the nakatomi know-how reference ever please i guess put it into the Comments or the Twitter, and I will be very excited that someone gets the Nakatomi know-how joke.
0: Yeah, tweeted us. Uh, I should probably plug this at the end of the episode too. But in case I forget, at two eighteen time pod on Twitter, tell us what job you would be in the Star Wars universe. From the if you're looking to get into this like Star Wars canon stuff, I really do think just start wherever the heck interests you because there's so much stuff and a lot of it's probably bad but there's a lot of good stuff out there too yeah you know i'll hype up the clone wars a lot because that's kind of i think the first easy place to go outside of the movies outside of maybe the mandalorian now but because the clone wars ties in a lot of stuff from the prequels and like sets up stuff for the original trilogy too really nicely but really just jump in somewhere do what we're doing go to a random page and find something that interests you and just be like Yes, I want to learn. It's worth it. You're going to find some really fun stuff.
1: And like I said, there are 157,251 pages, and I'm sure that
0: there are more pages added to, edited, like literally every day. They have added so one even... since you refreshed your page because it's at 252 for me. There is a page just called The Hole. The
1: Hole. Welcome to The Hole. Unidentified Delving Citadel why why not dude it has six words a citadel
0: was located on shoe torn that's it so <laughs> wacky it's so wacky i could do this all night and i'm sure you could too
1: yeah but we should probably cut this cut this off now
0: agreed i am hope this was interesting i hope i hope we sparked the the flame in at least one person yeah yeah likewise we might come back to this one day. I think it's a fun kind of game. Yeah,
1: I, th- I I, I, definitely also do think uh, maybe we'll have one or two episodes where we're not just like mindlessly going through things and maybe talk about stuff more. Maybe maybe someday we'll rank the movies. Oh. I'm not going to do it today. I got
0: to rewatch the movies. I have. I rewatched them all. Uh, yes, I know. Six months I was ago. there. I was there. <laughs> I have the ranking for all of them ready to go he was watching them in 218 it was a great time i would i spent a month binging clone wars and i would just turn to him and go dude this really cool thing just happened and you were like i don't really care but okay i didn't say that no you didn't say that it was just you know
1: i was always like oh what's i was like what's what's going on over there
0: you were like hey if it ain't droopy
1: mccool i don't care exactly you get it you finally understand what was i gonna say um I feel like the person who was definitely more like, this is what's going on right now, and the other person was like, can you shut up, was definitely me to you. Like, <laughs> such as the wonderful story of me finding all six infinity stones in Gary's mod. <sighs> <sighs> uh, yes. <laughs> 218 was a magical place. Oh, it really was. 218 is going to be wherever
0: we be, though, you know? It is. 218 is not a place, it's a people, it's a time, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And it's also a podcast. It is? To which the co host does not know how to say the intro.
1: <laughs> One co host knows how to say the intro, and it's not the co host that says the
0: intro. <laughs> it's great. We're, we're doing great. Maybe I'll re record it. I probably won't. Nah, don't. It, it adds charm. Thank you for joining us. Follow us at 218 Time Pod on Twitter and stay tuned for more episodes and <sighs> Maybe they come regularly. That,
1: yeah, that may. Be- be a little more uniform this time.
0: Oh yeah, and follow us on Instagram, also at 218TimePod. Join our subreddit at r slash 218Time and subscribe to us on YouTube or in your podcatcher of choice to stay up to date on new episodes. And leave reviews or comments if you feel so inclined. It really does help us a lot. So,
1: uh... Alright, goodbye.
0: (laughs) got some cuts out reservoir you can't say my outro line what are you doing <laughs> shut up shut up okay goodbye out <laughs>